to the Creative Constitution podcast. I'm once again joined by Rebecca Ann Bentley, who is an amazing actress, director, and everything in between. And today's topic is working with actors on set as a director and as a writer. Rebecca, hello. Hello again. Hello again. It's been a while. Just, yeah, it's been too long. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you for, for someone that's never heard your name before and doesn't know anything about you. Sure. So um, I'm Rebecca, uh, Rebecca Ann Bentley, and I am an actress turned filmmaker. And I really focus on making films that bring light to, you know, overlooked topics and bringing more representation both on and off screen. So that's something that's like super important to me. I, yeah, I've had some short films that are placed in some contests and, you know, won some awards. And I'm in post-production of my feature film, Kill Me, Heal Me, about violence against men, which is something I'm super passionate about. And then I also have my own production company, which follows uh, kind of my mission in life. Amazing. To uh, make films that, you know, and bring more opportunities to, you know, queer, disabled people. Awesome. One of the things that, that you're really passionate about is making sets more accessible as well. Talk to yes. me a little bit about, about that. What does that mean? Sure. So um, essentially, I kind of just want to make everyone feel comfortable. Like people, you know, even though do casting calls for like, you know, female roles and things like that, it's kind of also important to me that it's like encouraging, you know, non-binary people mm -hmm. to step forward and writing kind of more roles like that. And I guess, you know, the first thing that we did in like my latest short film casting was ask for people's pronouns mm -hmm. and not just assume them be like you know what are you comfortable you know being called what you know what's your pronouns like do you have any disabilities anything we need to know to make you know being on set easier for you mm -hmm. um things like that alongside like all the dietary so and I guess I, I kind of hope in planning and you know one day in the future to open my own like studio you know, run it and that's like going to be fully accessible for everybody. Amazing. Because I feel like, you know, there's so many studios and, you know, things like that that have like steps and yeah. other things and, you know, so many events that people cannot attend, like people in wheelchairs cannot attend because it's like accessible. But then there's stairs yeah. to get to the main thing and it's uh, it's quite disappointing. Yeah, so I guess... Well, you sure, can dream just, big and, and, and change yeah. the world in your own way. And I, I think that's a great mission. I think yeah. that's, that's really, really good. And then um, is, that, is that something that, that drives you every day? Like, is that what gets you up in the morning and you're like, you know what? I really want to do this. This is my mission in life. Like, what would you kind of define that? Yeah, so I definitely, I definitely think so. And I think it's, you know, my way of, I guess, pushing myself forward in the industry when I'm kind of feeling like down or, you know, self-doubting, it's like, okay, I have the chance to kind of do something mm -hmm. about this. And when I see something negative, I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, one day I'm going to be able to make that change. Um, or as someone I worked with before, like a, did like a consultation manager, he's like, you're already making a difference. You've just got to get into that, you know, mindset that you are making a difference, which is really good. And I, yeah, so I guess that, that kind of gets me out of bed yeah. um, as well as coffee. You know, coffee helps. <laughs> that is a good one. Um, I think whenever I, I kind of have those feelings too, I mean, we all, 
we all tackle with self-doubt and um and that little voice in our head a little bit sometimes and i think you have to you have to understand that even like the smallest water droplet being dropped into the sea will still make a ripple and yeah and um i think when you think about it like that like every little step is actually a good thing um if it's in the in the positive direction obviously <laughs> um but yeah i think that that helps me kind of be more content with kind of what i'm doing and being like okay actually i am doing a good thing and it's going to serve people in xyz ways and that's a good thing i think yeah what's really helped me uh last year i started it is writing like an accomplish list so i've got like everything that even if it's something small that people would be like what the hell um <laughs> that should it be in there uh it's kind of it helps me because like then when you're having doubts you can look back and be like all right what have i achieved already this year yeah and you go all right great i've done this you know i've had a really good consultation for example like i put things like that and then include like keywords that they've said like you know this will make a difference you know blah 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 things like that and i think that that also really helps and motivates me on those days that i just feel like what am i doing that's great. Do you bring that sort of attitude to set as well? Like, so talk to me about, about when you were on your feature film set, all the pre-planning is done, everyone is on the set. What do you kind of prioritize to make everyone feel good at that, at that moment in time? It's a great question. I think, I guess, I kind of just want to make sure that everybody's comfortable, everybody's fed, everybody is, you know, feeling like they, they know what's happening mm -hmm. especially and yeah I guess I just want to make sure that it's a really friendly and like even though even if we're tackling really serious things that we can all still have a little laugh and like yeah at the break and if my actors need like a break or need more time to work on something I guess like I find I'm really big on making sure that I guess the best way to summon is everybody's okay everybody has a space if they need it they can you know come to me and talk to me like there's absolutely nothing I hate more than if somebody feels like they cannot say to me, I just, I just can't do this right now and things like that. And especially doing different things like stunts and stuff and really mm -hmm. emotional scenes, you know, just, I guess what's really big for me is just checking that the actors are okay yeah, and that they're fine. I mean, like, you know, if you want more time, you know, you can take it even if first AD or DAP is like, we don't have time. It's like, no, <laughs> yeah this is especially for my feature film it was like such an intense intense thing um I think my actors were great and didn't need a super amount of time which was surprising but they're so good <laughs> um I guess yeah so I I guess I don't know how to summarize I don't know if no, I've summarized well, I mean, yeah. it, it sounds like you have conversation through and conversations throughout so you know you're just about to do a take and you might say like are you okay like is, is everything all right what does it look like yeah. at the start? How how do people even know that they can be comfortable with you? Do you have a pep talk? Um, I kind of do, but also don't, I guess. Um, if it's like a, you know, not super intense uh, take, you know, it might just be like, everybody ready? You know, and then everybody says yes. But then if it's like something that was really intense, like there's, there's one scene and like the actor's, talking about something that happened um and it was very much like 
and a very, very emotional, mm. <laughs> emotional scene. And so then obviously before we did the first take um, and even when uh, he was getting like the the fake, like he has fake bruises on it and throughout the entire um, scenes with the psychologist, I was like, if you need more time, don't listen to anybody else. Just come to me, let me know. And then, yeah, before the first take, I was as well. I was like, are you ready? Are you, sh-? you know, whatever. And he was like, no, nope. yeah. it was good. Um, I don't think he really spoke actually. Can't remember. It was very long time ago but I think yeah he was already in kind of like the the mode of it so I think I think what was more important to me was not just doing it like when everything's set up ready to go it was earlier to be like when they're getting ready to be like hey just so you know whatever you need <laughs> yeah I, I think I mean talking from personal experience I think a lot of actors including myself I don't want to be on set and and be kind of the drama queen, you know? And uh, and I think a lot of actors probably think that they can't go to their director and express concern. And some directors, completely different. But, you know, I've been on sets before where you're doing super intense, like, horror scenes. And so you might be like, you're, you're spending a lot of energy because the scene requires that. And when the topics are really emotional and heavy, which is a, a lot of what you do as well, it's kind of your specialty, yeah. You know, how do you how do you personally deal with an actor that might not actually want to say anything because they don't want to seem like that that person that, you know, needs five minutes or, or you know, like how do you balance that? I mean, I think I've been pretty lucky that I haven't had it really, I guess, happen to me where they haven't felt comfortable enough um was one actor on my feature and it was a very intense uh scene with the dad the mom and the younger version and just having some issues because it was quite like personal to him and so it was just like it was quite a few takes but then he was like just saying I'm just gonna need a little bit of time and it was like you know totally fine and everything like that so yeah so I don't know if um maybe maybe it's just the you you know you're such a friendly warm person maybe people just assume that they can come and talk to you which is yeah, to maybe. be honest probably the case because if you don't really need to do a pep talk and you know usually people have that kind of warmth about themselves like i think some directors they're just their approach is different i think they yeah. care more about the, the product and and they'll kind of drive it to death like for example like there are famous directors who will do 50 takes but then there is someone like Clint Eastwood that'll do one take and move on, you know? And yeah. and sometimes both can get really, really good outcomes. But it's like, what will the actor say after the production is done? And mm-hmm. personally, I would rather have a good reputation and be like, you know, actually, we did do a great performance and we got that because we were able to relax and we were able to enjoy the process and not feel like it's like a race that needs to be one you know like when, yeah. when you're on set and everything's happening and you're like we only have five minutes left you know it, yeah. that can be a really stressful time but like what if you need that that really emotional performance from an actor but you can't get it because everyone is stressing out like headless chickens running around yeah so I'm sure you would have faced that too you know maybe your AD comes to you and they're like we only have 10 minutes left and, and you look at the, the script and you're like, oh crap, we have a whole scene left to do and we haven't done like the over the shoulders and whatever. 
What do you do then? What's your go-to? Um, for me, it was, I think it happened a couple of times where, I mean, maybe not a couple of times. I think it was one time that I really remember, like, we were pretty on top of the time thing um, for the most part. But then there was, um, we were behind, like, a whole scene. And so I think we had to reschedule that one scene for a different day because it was, like, already, like, 10 p.m., And we were supposed to finish, like, basically after 10 p.m. And so, you know, even though some of the crew were like, we can keep going, I was, like, looking at actors and I was like, we can't keep going. You know, just saw their face and stuff like that. And then there was another one where we only had, like, probably about five minutes left for one scene. And so I just kind of made the decision that we weren't going to do the close-ups of Elizabeth, my character, because I was like, it's more important that we have, which we had, you know, done. Might have been actually like right on the we're supposed to finish uh, type. I was like, it's more important that we have his because I can still cut to like the medium for mine, but it's definitely like for the film more powerful to have that and guess kind of made that decision um, based off what was happening. Um yeah, so I guess I just kind of try not to let the stress show. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I mean, I don't know if I was very successful in not letting my stress show. Um, <laughs> might have to ask everybody. Uh, but I guess, yeah, I just kind of made decisions on the spot or asked my producers for advice. And we just, we just went from there. Yeah. Well, a lot of people wouldn't reschedule. You know, they... I, obviously it's very dependent. I mean, there's always a hundred factors, right? Mm. Everything from like the location to the scheduling once again. I mean, if you have to reschedule, that's like sometimes a, a director's worst nightmare because that's, that means you're rescheduling, rescheduling like 20 people, um, yeah. you know, and, and that can add up and it can be really complicated. But I mean, it's commendable that you care more about kind of how everyone's feeling. And it's not just the actors too. It's the crew as well. It's important to check in with them. And, you know, especially when you've got the DOP holding on to like a really heavy camera for like (laughs) eight hours, you know, or the lighting person that's probably developed a couple blisters by now from touching light bulbs, you know, like everyone, everyone matters. (laughs) Yeah, hundred percent. I think I was very lucky with those. It was, um a house scene and you know I used Airbnb and we had we still had like I think another day or so in that so and the other scenes I think were a little bit a little bit shorter so we just added that extra scene mm-hmm. um I don't know what would have done if we if we didn't have it it would have been a very stressful next day uh for sure but I think that that also helped um to kind of get everybody to go get some sleep travel home um and do everything. So I got lucky with the location and yeah. <laughs> still having it. That's great. All right, let's transition to uh, directing the actors and giving them proper direction for the takes you wanted. What's your usual approach? I think I, I'm just trying to remember because it's, it's hard to kind of, I guess when you ask a question like this, it's like hard to describe it, but I would I guess I would let them kind of play the first time. Yeah. And kind of just see what they bring. Because especially if they audition and then it's the scene that they've auditioned with, it's like, all right, cool, I know where this is going. Um, And then sometimes it'd be like, all right, this is what was lacking 
in the audition, this is what I really want to get across um, and things like that. And just talking to them in kind of like more of a, more of an acting, acting term, like rather than get angry. Yeah. It's like, you know, your character is, is dealing with this uh, and like they're, they're feeling all this, you know, stuff. So take it, you know, in, in this direction or really feel this or, you know, just, just see what happens. Like ignore what it says. If it says you cry, just ignore it. See what happens. Like, I think that's so important that sometimes if you just, the actors just ignore that, sometimes it, it comes out in a way that's so much better yeah, than you could have natural. ever imagined. And that happened like a few times and it was like just brilliant. Like there's one really big scene and even on the audition, the actor kind of, you know, he's he's talking, I can't even reveal what the scene is, but it kind of like I always imagine it being such an angry line, like him just basically yelling it or getting really in the face and then he took it in the complete opposite direction where he just said it so softly and just with so much like love for like the um the other character and it was like that is so you just you can't you can't you know sometimes you can't you just can never imagine that that. yeah oh 100 percent yeah wow and and you wrote the script as well so how did you feel when when they would kind of change maybe the words or the emotions or the way that you envisioned it to be said. I think I was, I was pretty okay for the most part for, you know, 90% of it. Um, like obviously there were some things that I could a hundred percent not compromise on that. It was just like so crucial that they had to say the correct kind of line or at least one of the words um, and stuff like that but for the like psychologist scenes there was you know a few times where it was just the actors were like is it okay if I stay this instead like this is what I'm thinking you know it might be better and I was like 100% but like I wasn't thinking of it as it's my script don't change it I kind of put like the <laughs> directing mindset of yeah you could do that and then there was times where there was just takes where it was a little bit different and then wanted to come up to me and I was like it's fine like it's got the same message so I think I was really really comfortable about you know having the lines change and you know and stuff like that because it just made it I wouldn't say better like obviously yeah I wrote and I'm pretty proud of it but I feel like it just it gave it something something else yeah and you know the emotion things is I mean it's quite a big script so like some of the stuff that's saying like the emotions will come out naturally but I didn't mind like people you know kind of changing it and taking it in a semi-different direction that it was written um and not crying at certain things or just more so seeing it yeah so it was I definitely think like I, I wasn't that strict on it certain things I was but for the most part, I was like, just, you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens. I think sometimes you get a much better delivery from the actors if they're able to, you know, sometimes you learn the lines and you're like, oh, you know, that word just doesn't come out right. Like it, or they slip up on that word a lot, you know, and, yeah. and often when, when we're writing, cause I write my own scripts as well, sometimes 
we we forget how people speak. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you might you might write something and actually that's not how it naturally would come out in that in that specific occasion or whatever scene you're yeah. making. As long as the emotions are there and you you hit your beats, I think I think I'm happy with like a probably a 5% movement. <laughs> yeah. Um oh, definitely. I feel like and especially as well when we were doing the scene, especially for the psychologist's office, I didn't realize some of the stuff sounded a bit repetitive um as well so I was like I'm fine for you to <laughs> mix it up a little bit like it was purposely repetitive to a certain point but then I was like oh maybe it's a bit too much so yeah you're welcome to change that right so what happens when an actor they do their performance and the first take isn't exactly what you were hoping for what how do you tackle the directions on that front Yes, yeah, so I, I just take it in a kind of approach of just saying, hey, well, maybe not hey, but like in a gentle way of just, you know, letting them know that, you know, that was that was great or I would never say it was terrible even if the take was terrible. Like, I feel like that's just such a terrible way to get no good take ever again. Well, yeah, they'll right. be self-conscious yeah. for the rest. Yes. <laughs> All right, doing? so that was pretty terrible. Uh, let's try yeah. that again. How's your actor you going to feel? Opposite? Yeah. Can you be an actor? Can you be good? Uh, oh, my no. God. <laughs> I'm lucky that I've never had, like, a, a terrible actor because I, you know, review them all first. Yeah. Um, I guess I just I approach it in a way that I think an actor would like to hear it and in a way that's a bit, like, concise and clear. And if there's any questions, be like, you get that or you have anything else, you know, and stuff like that. And if they made, I've never had them I think maybe once majorly disagree, but it's kind of like that balance of being, making sure they understand because there's nothing worse than being like, mm -hmm, I understand. Mm. And then. But they don't they really don't. get it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, so. do you tend to focus on kind of the objective? Like yeah. there's so many ways of directing, right? Personally, I think, I find that I can get a really good outcome if I can say, this is where you want to be heading, like emotionally, um, this is what your character is really feeling at that point. And I'm really hoping that we get to a point where your character is feeling X by the end. You know, there are many, many ways, but is there something that you, maybe you do it subconsciously now, but it's something that you tend to fall back on, like... If you if the actor's not understanding and they kind of go, yeah, I understand, but they don't really, like you kind of get that vibe, how do you kind of like course correct at that point? I think for me it, it, it switches how I kind of approach it, but for the most part I guess I use things like um, you're, I guess, feeling this way, like this person is is doing, you know, this and this is kind of like what – you're battling with like you really you know want to you really want to love her but you can't but you also are so you know upset at what's happening that was a terrible example but I guess I'm trying to just battle in a way of like but that happens a lot I mean that that's, yeah, that's exactly. a very common scene <laughs> exactly. I'm like yeah hey um and everything like that and it's like this is you know kind of like what I guess the character is going through, but then they also really want this, but there's just like, I think 
there's like a, a struggle. Right. So I, I kind of mix it up depending on what it is and the actor too. And I feel like that's so important mm. that you know what kind of the actor needs. Like some of them will be like, I just need exactly, I want to tell me how I should feel, like angry, angry at this person, where I should walk, how I should go. It's like, all right, great. Then there's other people that will be like, I need more depth of like, what am I feeling um, as well? Yeah, that's very true. When you get onto set, obviously before you get onto set, you've done your rehearsing at that point a couple of times, maybe with your actors. At what point do you introduce the blocking and, and the movement of the actors in the scene? Yes. Yeah, so I think it kind of... Um, it depends. Like for my short films, I've kind of done it more on set um, as well. And I feel like it's much easier when you have the location. So I think while people are like setting up and stuff, I would take, you know, the actors through and be like, this is where I should go and like run it through, especially like with the DOP and everything like that. So I think it, I, I do it more like in the location because mm -hmm. I feel like, if you kind of, you can read through it and you can run through the lines, you can get it to a point you're comfortable, but there's, and, you know, maybe people disagree, but I, I just don't feel like there's a full enough point of being like, you need to walk to this spot yeah. when you're in some sort of like empty room and it's not the location. Yeah, it's, it's so like much that's harder. It's going to change and things are going to change on the day. Like, you know, you may be like, this couch is going to go here and then suddenly it's like, nah, it needs to move there because of, xyz so i feel like i do the blocking mainly before we kind of shoot yeah yeah nice what's your favorite part about working with actors getting to see them perform and getting emotional watching them and just being like damn that was great i think yeah i i, I just love it when it's like there's just something so magical when you're watching something like even on set and then you're just completely taken away and then you, it's just like silence after a take, especially for my feature film. There was a couple of scenes where it's just like everybody's quiet after because it's, we're just like so, oh my God. And I look at my producer and go, wow. Yeah. And like we're both like about to cry. Oh my god! So gosh. I think that's, I just love working with really talented people and kind of seeing them, them shine and being able to, I guess do their thing and be like, wow, I have the privilege. Yeah. I have the privilege of working with you mm. and seeing you. And I know one day you're going to do amazing things. Um, and like, I guess, yes. And just being able to have that kind of connection with them on set. And it's great when you have somebody you can have that little friendly banter with. And then, yeah. So I guess to summarize, I just love seeing those magical moments. Like those are just like, yeah. My favorite. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That That's how you know you've got kind of lightning in a bottle sometimes, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, when you're on set and then you know you've like nailed it out of the park, you're like, wow, guys, and then it's high fives all around. Crew's really happy too because yeah. they know that now they're part of a, a project that's probably bigger than what they initially anticipated. So keeping yeah. keeping team morale is a really good thing, like keeping it really high. How, how do you tend to go about yeah. that? Like making sure everyone's staying positive and there are days that are probably when things aren't going right. How do you, how do you manage, <laughs> how do you manage that? 
I mean, that's, yeah, that's a life of a indie project. Yeah. I guess I kind of just make sure that everybody's, and like sometimes it's really hard to avoid and there's there's not much you can do to kind of get everybody to be cheerful on a day where, you know, things are going wrong mm. and it's very stressful. But you can kind of just try and keep it with the crew. And so I think, yeah, like at lunch times and like breaks, it just kind of be like joking around or, you know, just trying to have normal conversations about things that are not related to mm. it, especially with the actors. And then with the crew, obviously, discussing some things, um, especially if we're like half setting up while doing it. So I think I just kind of try and give that little break of like, hey, just eat your food. Yeah. Don't worry about anything. And, you know, telling jokes um, or other people telling jokes. <laughs> I don't even have dad jokes. Oh, my God. Uh, like that. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think it's all about like the little breaks as well. Yeah. Even so between them, be like, hey, what are you doing? I think keeping the actors separate from the stress is like so important and then not in front of them, letting them see. Because if you're really stressed, they're going to get stressed. Yeah. I think I kind of just like even if I'm like everything's falling apart, <laughs> you have to keep the smiling face. I'm like, hey guys, go enjoy your lunch, and then I'll go to my producer. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! But it's uh yeah. So I don't know if that quite answers the question. Oh, I think it does. I think, I think as a yeah. director, you're you're kind of you have to stay. You have to be the one where like it's that meme where you've got that little little mouse that's like sitting in a burning <laughs> building, and it's like everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> Because yeah, otherwise play. everyone else falls apart as well. 100%. All right. So I wanted to do one one last takeaway uh, for mm-hmm. working with actors. Whatever comes to mind, what is like the one thing that you would say that is a must on set? Just making sure that they, they feel comfortable mm. and that they are okay and not pressuring them to cry in five seconds. I've been like, hey, cool, we're ready to go and action and cry. And it's like, no, I think, yeah, just making sure it's a very safe set as well, especially when you're tackling really heavy things, you want them to be comfortable enough that if something is really like, this is too much to be like to you, hey, I need to step away and just giving them, I think just giving them freedom. Yeah. Like, let them get the takes that you really want as well, but then give them the freedom to feel like they can play around. Like, it's a reward for them. Even if you don't use it, they feel like they've got their own little input in it as well. Yeah. So I think, and learning, learning what they like, how they like to work, because there's nothing worse than being like, do it like this. This is how you should do it. And then being like, that's not how I work. Uh, So I think, yeah. Amazing. I think that was things. I, no, that's perfect. I think I definitely agree there. The more you give your actors the ability to play, the usually the better the outcomes for your project. 100%. And it might be something that you really end up loving and using. That's right. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for joining us on this one. I've learned heaps. I loved this one. This was a really good, really good chat. Um, and we hope you listeners have enjoyed this one. And Make sure to treat your actors right on set and you might have a banging movie at the end. And they might work with you like three or four times. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. You just keep them coming back. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Constitution, and we will catch you in the next one.